Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. And good morning. Welcome to our show. I was saying good morning because normally you say good morning when someone says good morning. It's a good morning. Um, Welcome to episode 37 for the week of June 10th. My name is Ron Hergens Jr. and I'm here with Valerie Vidmar. Welcome to our show. Yes, we are recording bright and early in the morning on a Monday. Which works for me because I'm a morning person. She's a very morning person. She is uh, definitely working the caffeine this morning and... uh, my voice is a little bit raw this morning, so bear with me. Um, we're going to go, uh, you know, with our basically typical format here. We're going to go into the news, talk about some trailers, um, recommendations from the queue and stuff that we watch, reach into the grab bag and close it out with what's on our radar and what's in our queue. So first up, let's go into the news. Okay, well, I watched, I'm just going to admit it, I watched part of the Tonys. But I um, have some news. So Hadestown. And in reference to that, last year we did do a Tony's show. This year we didn't. And I apologize for that. I just wasn't as invested in the Tony's this year. So I kind of fell behind the ball. And by the time we realized it, the Tony's were on. (laughs) I was going to have Kendra come in and do a pre-show, but her back went out. So... And then I was going to have her do a post show, but of course she was not there. So um, she would probably do this much better. But Town won Best Musical, Best New Musical. Um, James Gordon was the host. And of course I found him lovely and charming. And the opening was very, very smart. Just about the fact that everything was real and everything on Broadway is happening right now. You're not streaming it, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's, it was funny. Um, and then Oklahoma won Best Music Revival um, with Ali Stroker winning her Tony, which everybody was very, very excited about. Uh, she did a fantastic... She, she also performed last night. She was fantastic. Um, they did like a revamp of Oklahoma and they just had... All, revival. Like, yes. Yeah. Revival. Sorry, I'm... Yeah, the revival. And it's such a different type of cast that they normally do. I mean, it, 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 well, they, it's they, pretty cool. They went with a folk. They, they embraced the folk side of it. Yeah, Works I love the music. for some, doesn't work for others. I loved the music. They had a little bit of a, yeah, I like the music. And the only other thing, uh, I got a text from Kendra saying, Kendra did our show last year. So if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's my niece and she's the Broadway gal. Uh, she sent me a text saying Brian Cranston's going to be in trouble, but I don't think so. I, I mean, I watched the, the clip. He basically just calls out Trump. He is in network, uh, which 
again, <clears throat> they are putting in movies into the Broadway stage network is the one that's famous for the man that he, like he breaks out and screams, um, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. Um, which, you know, he, they made Cranston sort of do in the beginning. It was kind of stupid. I'll admit it. And then they had a Beetlejuice performance. And I, I will admit that I'm not a musical gal, but I was with musical people. Nobody, nobody liked it. I just did not connect with it at all. And it didn't work for me. In fact, I'm not sure except for maybe Oklahoma, if anything worked for me. And I didn't know anything about Town, So, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just giving you the news. We can move on because I, I'm kind of uneducated here. So. Yeah. And as far as I know, it's been a quiet moving industry week. So. It has nothing major popped up to me that was worth talking about. No, I was I almost went to see Rocket Man again. Other than that, but I didn't. I, I there were some things that popped up new on you know on streaming, so I did that instead. All right. Um, I don't. I didn't see any new trailers out this week. We kind of got a bunch of them last week. Yeah, we did. And none this week. If so we happen to, if they come out. If they come out, we'll just put them on the website and uh, people can go there. Yeah. And usually they, anything that's new will at least pop up. You know, I watched a new, I watched Dark Phoenix uh, this week and there was nothing new attached to that. And usually they're attached to the new movies and there was nothing that I hadn't, we hadn't talked about from the week before. So. Uh, yeah. And if they were, they had no dates. Ad, Ad Astra was the only one that was on there that wasn't there from the movies before the week before. And we had already talked about it because it yeah. came out the day that we recorded, which and was, we recorded on Wednesday. So that yeah. was, that would be considered new. We right. just recorded late. Um, yeah. So if anything pops up, we'll, I'll put, I'll put it up there. Or we'll, we'll talk about it next week. How about that? We can do that too. We, we don't need to put anything new in between now and then. <laughs> we need something to talk about. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing something, but I, I don't know what it is right now. I, I just, I think we covered it all because we, we recorded on a Wednesday. I know, and but I feel the new like, stuff came out that day. I feel like I saw something during Rocket Man, but it didn't. Uh, Was it Dark Tower? Shut up. <laughs> God, that was, I, it was on a site. I just, I was like, yeah. I don't know. That was embarrassing. Okay. I, I hate when you're like reading an article and then you're scrolling down at the bottom of the article and they have recommended articles for you. No, it wasn't you, that. Well, no, I've had this plenty of times where I click on recommended articles for you and it seems like something that's recent and they're talking about something from 2004. You're like, uh, okay. well, because I hadn't heard of it and I didn't know about it. Didn't watch it. So and I thought, hey, that's kind of a you thing. But no. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go talk about stuff from our queue. Did we watch anything? I did. <laughs> okay. I did. Um, now, Ron already talked about Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Uh, and I finally watched it. So I, I did see that movie. And what did you think about it? I thought it was creepy the way... Um, that he really looked like Tim. Mm-hmm. 
That's weird. He he embraced it and they, but his, they look like each other. Yeah. Like at the end when they showed the pictures, it was weird. I think you needed somebody like Zac Efron to kind of pull off the whole like yeah. Ted Bundy people to to us Ted Bundy is not a very like handsome character He's guy. Not, he wasn't that but bad. But he was in that generation and for us to have somebody who's Zac Efron who's like, you know, he's star power, he was the, attractive. the attractive kid. To have him pull off that dual role, I think it was the perfect play to say, hey, this is the guy that can skate the line. I would say the old pictures of Ted Bundy, I can understand the attraction, I will say. I I mean, I can, but anyway, um, how do I think he did? One thing that they didn't do, which I think I appreciate, um, they didn't show him doing any of the acts of violence, of uh, that they bring up in the trial. They didn't show him doing those, um, which I'm glad about. I didn't need to do that. The pictures were enough. And I felt like the movie was more about the love story uh, between he and, um, sorry, Phil Collins' daughter. Lily Collins, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Lily Collins, who I thought did a great job, and she was pretty convincing to me. Um, but I... It made me, um, it made me get up and lock, uh, lock an extra door in my house, which led to other. There was no ladder there, was there? Well, I locked the extra door, which I did not have a key for. So I came back and I could not get into the house. So I brought down this ladder that was way too heavy because I got, was really angry because I was so mad at myself and pulled down the ladder and smacked myself in the back. So I have a bruise on my back, whatever. So you're sitting there, then you're just more mad. I was like this dog. So what you're saying is you didn't need a serial mass murderer to come to the door. You could do enough damage to yourself. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That is exactly what happened. So he was sitting across the street and watching me laughing and just like, okay. I, she, she's she's too stupid to, to do anything with. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, and then do you want me to go in all of mine? Because I will. Uh, well, extremely recommended. Yes. Mm. I would say that, yes, I probably, you know, if you're like a Ted Bundy, um, what is that called? somebody who's just completely enthralled in everything Ted Bundy, you're going to miss out. I mean, this is not what it's about. Yeah. And, that, and that's why, like, if you, if you want to know a little bit more about the Ted Bundy thing, watch the Ted Bundy tapes. If you want something that's still exactly enjoyable to watch, watch that. Um, my recommendation is if you need something more in depth and more fun to watch, go watch Mindhunter, which is also on Netflix. Correct. It's a series with That's great. Jonathan Groff on it. It's a great series, and I can't wait for season two. That is a that that was a great series. I did not do the Ted Bundy tapes because I was already creeped out enough. Yeah, it's it's kind of creepy because you you I've, I've talked about this already. It's just that you have a guy who's like denying it, and denying it, and denying it, and then all oh my of a sudden, god, I would have fell for it. All of a sudden, would... goes and starts full on admitting to stuff. It's just how easily he flipped that switch. It was like, okay, dude, you're messed up. I would have fallen for it. I mean, if I were her, he a did lot, not. A lot of people did. 
I mean, you you it's look true. at you look at everything, and he yeah, that's what he excelled at was the now, art. Did of, you say that? Because I was wondering, did you say that he was going to kill her, except for the fact that she had a baby? The approach in the film. That's how they approached it in the film because that towards the end they kind of have that little flashback sequence of like all yes. those moments of where he was on the borderline of right he would have done something and I know um, if you watch the Mindhunter series they talk about how like certain things oh yes um, mm-hmm. in one person's life cause them to do something else in the way that like oh they're all their victims are blonde or all their victims are waitresses or something like that. Somebody it's like, had, well, yeah. what brings it back to them? Well, the person that they couldn't do anything to was a blonde, was a waitress, was uh, this. Or somebody had and a so, kid in the back seat and that so, they didn't realize. Yeah. And so they, they take that projection and put it onto something else. And that ends up being their MO that these mine hunters and people, uh, and the FBI and everything that they start dotting together and they trace it back and, when I looked at the Ted thing, that's kind of how they approached it in the movie was like, these were the people, even though he was involved with some killings before then, they kind of seemed to revolve around like that. If you look at, um, Lily Collins character, yeah, they all had pretty much the same yeah. thing. They were all young, but the, what was the difference? She had a kid and you know, it was just like little things that stopped him from hurting her. Right. He, projected that onto others. Do you think he truly loved her or was, I don't know. I think he was an opportunist. So you don't think he'd loved her? No. I think you look at what happened with him and his lawyer friend towards the end of like how he ended up marrying her. I think he was always an opportunist. (laughs) That was disgusting. I think it provided him with a cover. That was disgusting. Of him to be able to say, and he was too smart. He provided him with a cover to say, I wasn't doing anything. Look, I'm I'm married or I'm with this lady. We He's have a slime. child and but it yeah. was slimy. All right. Oh, so enough about Ted Bundy. So we get sidetracked on that again. What else did you see? I watched Wine Country and <laughs> It's um, over on Netflix, right? Yeah. It's it's new on Netflix, newish. It, um it came out it came out on May 8th, but I didn't get the flashing watch watch it, watch it until last week. Um, it's directed by Amy Poehler. And uh, we have the story is by a lot of SNL people. And then we have the fact that <laughs> there are lots of funny women in this movie. Um, I laughed a lot during this movie. Um, I know that sounds very vague, but the fact that, um, they had the different characteristics of these women, if my friends are listening, uh, I, I think one of them doesn't, and she is definitely the one that is putting everything together. Everybody wants to relax. This happens every time we go. Now, now all my junk is coming out. But every time we want, we have we have we have a girls' weekend too, and most of us want to relax and just drink wine and talk. And we have one of us, love you, honey, but she just is like, 
wants to just have this schedule and be, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And we're like, oh, okay. We'll, we'll do I, would, it. I would probably be like her, but without having to have a schedule, just because torture to me is sitting around and drinking and not doing anything. Well, talking. We talk a lot. Still. Or what? I, I, okay, would, I would have to be out doing something. Well, they were, this is really funny because everybody was like, oh, you know, it's going to be sideways with women and it could not be further from the truth because sideways was so about wine and these women go to wine country and they're so into talking because that's how women are that they pick up the wine and the guys behind there talking about the wine and you know um they pretty much turn their back on him most of the time like they just don't even care they grab the wine and move on and they it's I found that to be I mean I personally found that to be funny um everybody has an issue of course everybody has a problem you know it's new so I didn't want to really go into everybody's stuff they met it's very mystic pizza it would be like mystic pizza coming back together because they all met in a pizza place and that's how in in Chicago and that's how they kind of all came together and now they have all different lives and um, they're celebrating one of their friends, um, Rebecca, who's played by Rachel Dratch. Dratch? Dratch. I'm sorry. She is on SNL. I haven't been watching SNL for years. Uh, it's her 50th birthday and she's just wanting to, you know, play down. I just want a low-key celebration where Abby, who's played by Amy Poehler, is the one that is wanting everything to stay on track. The first scene is her getting the, the VBRO or VRBO. That's what I mean. Or the home away or whatever. And she's saying, okay, I want everybody to, they're all on some, everybody's on the same phone line or whatever. This is the house. There's, you know, other, there are other houses you can look at, but this is the house we're getting. I really, this is the house we should be getting. And they're like, are you sure we should be going to Napa? You know, I, she was pretty much controlling the whole thing. <clears throat> so it was really funny. Um, there are some surprises in the house that happen uh, that they didn't expect. And I, you know, I'm seeing that like Amy Poehler, where are all these, you know, where are all these people? Okay. So we have Maya Rudolph, who's hilarious and uh, Rachel and, um, and I guess there, I don't know. Polly Pell. You will know there's people by their faces and, Probably not. I mean, I don't know by the names. Jason Schwartzman in it, is in it, and he's very, very funny. And so I was sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting because I didn't read up on it before. And then Tina Fey shows up. Yay. Which was really funny because I took a picture and they thought that it was a ghost behind them, which is exactly what we would do. Like, oh, my God. Because she was walking in. And she she's the one that owns the place. And uh, she's very, very She's pretty funny. So I, I recommend it. It is not raunchy. Okay, so my friend said, I don't know if I want to know. Like Leslie, was, I don't know if I want to watch it because, you know, I didn't really like that type of humor and I didn't really like Bridesmaids. It's not Bridesmaids. This, these are, um, these are actually conversations that I would have with my friends that, yeah, 
and and actually probably uh, very relatable things for women. Somebody's married to a guy who everyone hates, you know, actually none of mine are, but um, it's just, and somebody lost their job and somebody, you know, feels like she's always left out and they're nobody's, you know, nobody's including her, even though she's invited. Um, one of them's got, a, a, um, you know, a medical thing going on, which she's not sharing. They finally, you know, have this big, big thing where they tell all their shit. But they have somebody come in and read their cards, which is so something Chris would do. She had somebody come in and read our colors or whatever. But that moment when they read the cards uh, is, it's classic. It's great. So I recommend it. Um, It's not raunchy. It's just funny. And it's for women. I'm, I mean, I really, I mean, men can try to watch it and see if you think it's funny. Yeah. um, That's one of those ones I look at it and I'm going to scroll right over it. <clears throat> For me, it's like like watching scrolling through Lifetime movies. It's not a Lifetime movie. Um, I know it's not a Lifetime. No, movie. no, I'm, I'm just, just letting other people flow because people also also. It reminded me very, very much of Chantilly Lace, which is a movie no one has seen, but it's about a group of women that get together. Joe Beth Williams, Helen Slater, Martha Plimpton, Ali Sheedy. You know, these are oldies but goodies. Um, but it's the same type of thing. When you have a group of women getting together and talking and it's not raunchy and it's not like this whole thing. Not that I, I liked Bridemaids, but yeah. Watch it. Enjoy. Just sit there and uh, have a good time. If you don't like it, then turn it off. I always say give it the 15, 20 minute mark and then do whatever, but I think you'll like it. Okay. Um. I had one thing I watched this week, literally one thing. I didn't watch anything else this week aside from maybe a baseball game. I did more. Th- I did better than you did. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was a short, short week for me. That's okay. Um, well, yeah. So the other piece of news that I was have going to have. So um, one of the things I was going to start talking about, but I'm going to hold off kind of like, so I still want to do a review of Doom Patrol. So, um, yeah, so if if you don't like hearing about superhero movies and whatnot, and this isn't your ball game, uh, skip to the next chapter because this is where I am right now because that's all I watched this week. Um, but um, the other piece of movie news was that Swamp Thing, which just aired its first episode on Friday. It's doing well, by the way. Doing well, but they already canceled it. What? Yeah. It's doing well. They They canceled it. It aired on Friday and what? Tuesday they announced that it was canceled. Okay. Did you so see gonna, Rotten Tomatoes? They're Is... going to they're gonna uh, release the rest of the episodes, but they're not renewing it or doing anything else with One it. One of the most watched shows. Yeah. And it was, it was ripped apart by like people because they did absolutely nothing to promote it. And they yeah. happened to send out an email on the same day that they decided to cancel it that said check out these new offerings and didn't mention Swamp Thing in the new offerings at all. I wish you wouldn't have said the thing about skipping forward about the 
because I don't consider Swamp Thing a superhero. I realize that that's in the realm, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I don't find that this is actually very troubling to me. It's it's troubling to DC Universe that they, but apparently like 20th Century Fox or, or not, whoever is in charge of uh, Warner Brothers um, didn't like something with the direction of where it was going. Oh. But, um, so I'm going to hold off on a review of that until the series is God, out. pisses me um, off. And so the only other thing I got to see this week was actually was Dark Phoenix. So I went out on thursday night and caught the opening show of dark phoenix um which coincidentally <laughs> is the last movie um x-men movie in the 20th century fox realm because disney bought back part of fox which meant they also got all the rights to the x-men and everything so we have dark phoenix which is the fourth movie in the uh last little um, reboot here of X-Men following First Class, uh, Days of Future Past, and Apocalypse. And this one focuses more on Jean Grey. Um, Jean Grey is played by, oh, I always forget her name, jo Sophie Turner from Games of Thrones. And Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, little S there. I know, it's morning time. Um, and it follows her and the rest of the X-Men in their classic X-Men suits of the, the, the big X across their, their chest looks great. Um, as they go pretty close to the beginning and they go to save, uh, astronauts that are on a space shuttle that's spinning out of control. And as they get there, they find this basically like supernova, uh, hot fire experience thing happening up there. And, they use all their combined powers to rescue all the space shuttle people. And you then need to probably have a uh, spoiler alert on here. This was in like the first five minutes. Okay. There's a spoiler alert at the beginning. I know. But that little spoiler alert that you put last time, people like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll anyway. put it in there when I remember it. But <laughs> my overall blanket statement is right at the beginning. There okay. are spoilers in this. So if we talk about a movie, you don't want to hear about spoilers. There's a nice little feature. You can just skip I know. to the next chapter. Okay. Sorry. Um, so they're using all their combined powers. And then Jean Grey, they go back to save one more person. And as Jean is in there, that's when the... Um, mysterious uh, force basically enters her body and um, she looked like she should have died. She didn't. She survived. And then the rest of the whole thing is... That's how she becomes? This is part of how she becomes Dark Phoenix is okay. that is more of an entity that entered in, into her so and she's... it's harnessing her um So we need an exorcism abilities. or... Um, so yeah, um, basically the whole movie is about, um, Jean Grey trying to harness this energy that's now taking over her body and, um, tapping in and grabbing all of the dark thoughts and hidden memories that James McAvoy, who is Professor X, um, hid when she was a youth and the 
accident with her mother and her father not uh, wanting her. So that's how she became in Professor X's care as a little child. And he did things to her mind to protect and lock away those things. And now this entity kind of busted open those walls and made her more powerful than anybody else on the X-Men, more powerful than Professor X, and she can't control it. Um, long story short, the movie is directed by Simon Kinberg. It's written by John Byrne, Chris Claremont. Um, it's got the same usual uh, cast of suspects, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, um, I was wondering if Nicholas we had... Nicholas Holt, who was um, second in line to be Batman and didn't end up being Batman. Oh. Yeah. Um, and Ty Sheridan and, and a bunch of others. And everybody's favorite, Evan Peters, Quicksilver, makes a nice short appearance, but he's here. And then in one of the bad guy roles, Jessica Chastain. Really? Yeah. So we have some good in the movie. We have some bad the overall hanging thing over this whole film is that this is the last X-Men film from 20th Century Fox. Okay. It doesn't feel polished. It doesn't feel finished. Okay. Kind of like it was, we got to get this done because we have a deal on the table and we're not going to be able to do anything else with it past this date. Um, the movie as a story just kind of feels all over the place. It feels like big chunks of the story got taken out. Um, she kind of flips out about hurting people when at that point in time, all she'd really had done in terms of hurting people was pushing people away with like kind of a mini bomb of herself. She explodes the first time and she blasts all the rest of the X-Men away from her. I wouldn't really consider that a meltdown experience of, oh, I've hurt people. Um, she, yeah, she put a scratch on Cyclops who was her, his, her, is her significant other. But it wasn't anything. But however, her next experience is when she did really hurt people. And that I could have understood her having a meltdown after that. Um, and the only upside of this, it was good to see, you know, you have Magneto, who is typically, A, typically the bad guy in the X-Men universe. Them and his crew kind of joining up forces with X-Men to realize that what they are fighting, not only within Jean Grey, like the thing that's taken her over, but the um, aliens that have come here that are part of like Jessica Chastain's character, um, that that's more important in them being able to survive as mutants. Sure. Um, because of what the havoc that it wreaked across America, like America, all, or not just America, the world turned on the mutants. They were working alongside the American government and all of a sudden, in a blink of an eye, all of that shut down and everybody, they were being transported. Um, you know, you've, you've seen the trailer, you see them being transported on a train. It's Well, they take the mutants and literally put them on a train and started transporting them. And that's where the, the big end <coughs> battle is revolved around this. It's a little... <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, well, th this is this is a theme that's happened over and over, but there's there's been connections with... and. If you've watched any of the X-Men movies, you know, part of Eric's past, Eric plays Magneto, was he was on in the Jewish concentration camps. Oh, okay. So he has the history of um, okay. of that. And he alludes to parts of that during the conversation of like, I've I've seen yep. I've seen this. I know where this ends. It doesn't end well. Okay. Um, well that's but then it just kind of just 
doesn't address that anymore. And then it's all of a sudden it's the end battle and Jean Grey's. And it's like, this well, thing was just a mess. It, <laughs> there was no cohesion to the story. Um, what's interesting is the Dark Phoenix saga was probably the first comic I remember reading. Like oh. we, I got a bunch of stuff from a cousin or something. And in there was like the graphic novel compilation. We would call it a graphic novel now, but it was more like the compilation of like, yes. hey, this story was told over 10 comics. We're going to put it into like one little tiny little book and seal it together and sell it as one. I think that was my first thing I remember actively reading and getting involved with. So the Dark Phoenix story, I always loved. I loved I loved seeing Jean Grey just become overcome. And this is the second time that the X-Men universe has told the Dark Phoenix story. Is this better than the first time? Yes, but slightly. Well, you seem to, the, the critics seem to agree with you because it's 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, yeah, it's, like I said, so I think a not, lot of it suffers... Go. It deserves to be seen in theaters, but you can wait till it does. It, After in that, in terms of the spectacle, okay. But in terms of story and like, I, it, I, if this stays in theaters longer than two more weeks, I'd be surprised. See, this is what I'm saying about um, Rocket Man for the spectacle. It deserves to be seen in the movie theater. Just saying. I really enjoy it. Um, anyway, but I had another, can I go into mine? Do you mind? Were you finished? Okay. So I watched I Am Mother on Netflix. It just came out. Uh, I watched it two nights ago and I liked it. I know that sounds, I'm sitting here thinking about it, but I really, I did like the movie. Um, I don't want to go into a lot because it is so new. And um, I realize that people aren't big on, you know, I know that we have the trailer. I know that he's, uh, that we have the spoiler thing, but I just still think that we don't need to, Spoil everything, especially if it just came out. So this is a post-apocalyptic thing. I will say that. It takes place in, I don't know what you would call it, um, <clears throat> a bunker? But that's really nice. I don't know what I would call this. Um, the robot built it. It's this kind of like one of those uh, prepper houses, but it's this. It's very space space looking, and there's one uh, girl um, that's you see the robot pick a, a little one to basically put into a beaker and grow into a baby and take the baby out. Literally a test tube baby. Yep. Yep. There's tons of them. And um, she grows up um, and mother is the robot who is very mothering. I'm going to say that she was very likable. And um, 
the actress that plays uh, the girl is a Danish actress, um, Clara Rugard. Rugard. She did a wonder. I think she did a really great job. I think she she's only been in maybe two other things before this. <clears throat> and then Hilary Swank is in this. And um, the the voice for Mother is Rose Byrne. Mm. So it's very comforting voice. We like her. And as the girl grows up, becomes a teenager, she becomes more interested in what's going on outside because she's never been outside and starts to become a little bit too curious. And then we have an incident happen where the outside comes in and then you have that it's a huge moment in her life and a huge moment in the story. Um, then you start the whole, who's telling the truth? That was my thing. Um, because Hillary Swank shows up and I, you know, who is telling the truth? You know, I, I, about the outside. You don't really know. Um, but you do find out some things that Mother's doing, and I'm not going to spoil it. Sorry. I know that you hate she that. She never wants to spoil anything. I really don't. I, I don't. It's, it's the head in the box thing. It's Sometimes just, you just got to go for it. I can't get over it. No, I just can't. Um, so I'm going to just say I think it's worth a watch. It got good reviews. It is riveting. I watched the whole, I just sat there. Started late at night. I'm like, I'm gonna have to, I have to watch something, you know, to talk about. And I was awake the whole time watching this movie. I thought it was um, well done. And the story was move, moving along, and I thought it was very interesting. And they left the ending open, it seems. I was very confused. Yeah, open it seemed. It was a little confused. So I think that we're gonna we are gonna have some type of I am mother two or something. But the ending is very, very thought provoking. So what's the name of it again? I am mother. Not to be confused with mother with Jennifer Lawrence and That's right. Do not confuse them. I am mother. And you can find it on Netflix, you may have to, because um, they're not popping up anymore, you may have to search for it for some reason, um, but search for it and find this, it. This is a new re- new release, right? Yeah, it is. It's like, it's, it came out two, three days ago, but. Yeah, we're, we're in like, we're in the everything starting to get released mode, so things yeah. are just getting shifted off the recommendations. Yeah, so watch that. All right. Um, well, let's reach into our grab bag and talk about what's new and whatnot. Um, one of the other pieces of news um, is this is E3 week. So if you're a gamer, this is a very big, big week. Um, Xbox started with their presentation starting last night. Um, and so I'm going to try to recap some of the highlights uh, next week of the things that I saw. There's a couple really good stuff. I don't have an Xbox anymore. So it's more about me like, oh man, I wish I had an Xbox just to play 
such and such, such and such, such and such. But um, by the end of the week, I'll know what's going to be transferred over and, and is going to be available on the PlayStation 4 as well. It's E3. E3. It's a... What's uh, E stand for? Uh, Do you know? Electronics Entertainment something. Oh, E. I th- so there's yeah, three E's. I, well, but it's called E3 is the name of it. Okay, um, cool. I apologize, never Jeffrey Macbeth and anybody else who's screaming it out right now. It's <laughs> early. My head's not 100% in the game right now. Um, but he mentioned but it. E3 is a fun time of the year because you get to see a lot of... Uh, Everybody goes great. All the developers. It's like, car, it's, it's like the big car show. Or ima- like, well, imagine all the movie trailers, the big, big movie trailers being showed once a year. But these are games that these people cool. have been working on for five plus years. You finally like. Where is it? Uh, I think it's in California. Uh, That's cool. Again, like detail questions on that. Is, I'm is so sorry. I'll shut up. But like one Sounds of the cool. highly high ones that is on my list right now is is Cyberpunk 2077. It just looks anom- phenomenal. And one of the things that they just showed last night that I happened to catch before I went to bed was uh, Keanu Reeves is now in it as part of it. And it just oh, it just looks so good. Um, so what's new? What's new in theaters? What's new in streaming? What's new on TV? Yada, yada, yada. Um, some new stuff this mm-hmm. weekend. We got Shaft, we got Men in Black International, which is going to probably be my pick of the week to go see this week. I just, I, I thought. I oh, it's Valkyrie and Thor. I mean, it's just Chris Hemworth and uh, yeah. I'll probably, that would probably be the one I would pick. I don't know. Um, and I just wanted to mention, I'm not sure why, but I just feel like mentioning that anybody that hasn't heard us talk about Downton Abbey lately, don't worry. It's not going out until September 20th. Mark your calendar. The movie. The movie. The movie. Downton Abbey. The Downton Abbey. The movie. September 20th. Just mark your calendar. It's all going to be okay. Um, then we have new original streaming. Yes? Yes. I just saw... So Adam Sandler made a deal with Netflix several years ago to put a certain number of um, I thought we talked about this one. Maybe not. No. No. Um, okay. Put a certain number of movies out on Netflix, and uh, one of his latest ones is Murder Mystery, um, and I think it's out now uh, with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston in it. He pulled her into it, huh? So there is a chance it might actually be decent. We'll find out. Um, so. Maybe I should put that in my in my in my queue to watch, and I'll tell you. Um, one of the other ones that popped up. Um, now I'm not into cooking shows, but this one we talked about the movie The Chef. Um, yes, which is fantastic. Well, they just made a show um, on Netflix called The Chef Show, and it's got John Favreau. No way. Cooking, and he brings in several of his castmates from. Oh my gosh. Um, the have... Avengers universe, and that's awesome. They go around to different. Um, restaurants and whatnot and cook and that's fantastic you know. i will watch that. and one of the stuff they talk about in the the trailer for it was like oh yeah you had that chef show or you had that chef movie and ever since then i wanted to do such and such and no it just john favreau looks at home cooking it's just it's really oddly weird 
and then the people that he he's brought in as castmates off of some of these shows is just funny to me because you're like yeah so they're out filming the show and the easiest thing for him to do is say hey why don't you come film with me for the next hour (laughs) it's interesting that's you know um this isn't even really a newer this i'm not sure when this came out but my friends keep bringing this up to me tidying up (laughs) i'm sorry i watched it with jason and you should sit down and watch it with as a family tidying up i would get stressed out i i could only watch one and I think I can watch them like periodically. It's like, I can't watch Hoarders. That's not, it, this is not like Hoarders at all. And this woman is so sweet and darling, but she just kind of gives you fantastic advice of how to clean up your house. Anyway, it's not, I just wanted to share that, that tidying up is something that you should look up on Netflix. Anyway, go ahead. All right. And then, <laughs> uh, like we kind of spoke about these two from last week. Um, just a reminder, Jessica Jones season three, the finale airs this Friday, June 14th, um, rolling thunder review. Uh, the Bob Dylan movie by Martin uh-huh. Scorsese is on June 12th. And then another one, um, it's going to come out next Monday, but by the time you listen to this, um, or, by the time you listen to the next show, it will have already been on. Um, there is a Das Boot series that's on Hulu that starts next uh, June 17th. Das Boot was a, I believe it was a film during the 90s um, about the the German uh, war boat, U-boat, U-boat. Okay. And then- um, but they turned it into a series and it's coming on Hulu. So Hulu has got a couple good watch things like Catch 22s on there. Um, yeah, Das Boot and the, like recent things that they're actually putting out some stuff they have right some now movies to watch. Too. They have some movies that they're putting out. I'm not sure how good they are yet. I haven't seen a single good movie on Hulu yet that wasn't something that was previously released somewhere else or in a. But of course, theater. it has a Handmaid's Tale. So. Um, yeah, I I think their their originals like that are series have been pretty decent for the most part. Yeah. Um, That's also where Castle Rock was too. So we got true. I just waiting for the other one. Um, maybe they won't make another one. But as yes, as another reminder, Queen Sugar, um, June twelfth on OWN. I really enjoyed this show. So this is going to be seasons, but you can now just sit and um, bench until June. Season you've got four. you know a couple days or maybe it's past. But um, you can binge. So season four, June 12th, um, may have already passed, but it, I'm just letting you know it's on. And then you have, oh, I Grand Hotel looked interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Grand Hotel is next Monday as well on ABC. Um, it's going to be their not, summer it's, show. It's not about the Grand Hotel. But it's Grand Hotel. It's not the one on Mackinac Island, isn't that called Grand Hotel? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I don't think it's about that. Um, and the other one I put on there for superhero fans, um, I have not watched Krypton season one yet. Um, so that's on my backlog of lists. But Krypton season two starts up this week on sci-fi. And a major instruction that they have for this year is the character Lobo. So that is making me want to skip season one altogether and just watch season two with Lobo. Um, let's just, you want to just glide through these, our cues. Yeah. Readers Um, and cues. I can go first if you'd like. Sure thing. All right. Okay. So 
Um, I actually was looking at podcasts this week. I don't normally do it because I'm always listening to my book. But um, one of the things in my queue is actually to watch uh, Chernobyl on HBO. Um, it's been out for a little bit, but there is a Chernobyl podcast that you can listen to that, you know, if you are inclined. Um, then I found <clears throat> my voice is getting all morningy. Um, call your girlfriend podcast for besties. I'm not sure how well, you know, right, right now I wait, like when I was listening to it, they had authors, they're talking about books I wrote and I just was so pissed that I didn't think of it myself, honestly, because I can tell that they're not in the same area and a girlfriend and I thought about this and we just didn't get it done. This is what happens when you get an idea, move on it. Okay. But, um, so yeah, I think it's kind of cool uh, for women. Look up, call your girlfriend. Move on it. But I'll do your research to make sure that nobody else is doing it so you don't waste your time. Okay. But it's possible that you could still do this, that we could still do this and do it better and just do it differently. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely other people doing movie stuff and TV stuff. Of course they are. They're doing it better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And then in my... She has a podcast? Who? You said she, oh, Courtney? She, yeah. Courtney has a, she's, yes, she's on a podcast. She keeps mentioning it to me and I'm like, okay, so uh, how do I find it? But she's on LinkedIn um, and she's got some great stuff on LinkedIn. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. But no name from a podcast yet? Uh-uh. Okay. I'm going to get her okay to so talk l- about look that. look for Courtney like, well, look for podcasts. Well, and see if <laughs> I don't know, but I have to get her. Permission. I wonder how many podcasts are out there with Courtney. Okay, I have to get her permission to say her last name and to tell you, uh, you know, see if she can. You can watch her LinkedIn um, uh, shows, but so, she'd probably like to have her podcast out there. Except that I looked up Courtney Clark. There she is, K O R T N E Y, um, but I couldn't find it. So. I'll have to look for it. I'll ask her how to find it. Maybe she goes by the surname Courtney Cool. Courtney Crazy. We used to be Corbin because my last name was Bennington. Anyway, um, and then on my radar, I have When They See Us. Mm -hmm. That was the new one that just came out. Yeah. Um, That's. It's on Netflix. Yeah. That looks. Central Park 5. That looks good. And it's by. The director, Ava DuVernay. Oh. Yep. I'm glad you knew that little piece of information because I did not have all the infos down. Um, And then Beneath the Leaves has Mira Savino in it, and it's a thriller kind of, I don't know if it's a horror Maybe horror thriller, thriller. So of course that's something I would be watching, and not you. It seems like where you would bury dead people. Yeah, beneath the leaves. Anyway, so beneath the leaves is out there too. I think believe I, I think it's on. It's either on Netflix or Amazon, and I well, I should have listened to that. And I apologize. I can find out real quick. And then in my queue, things I'm watching on HBO, uh, Big Little Lies. Um, they have one. They have one out. 
this is what HBO, you have to wait. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait for a while. But Big Little Lies, you can watch season one. It's actually, it's, of course, based on the book uh, by uh, Leanne Moriarty, uh, which I read the book first and loved it. And uh, Big Little Lies, I thought was put together pretty well. So I'm interested about season two. So, um, but you can watch the first episode of that. And that's what I've, that'll probably be what I watch. But that's enough. I have a lot there. Okay. Um, my cue is pretty much the same as what it was last week. Um, still listening to the Jack Reacher series. I'm on currently book five, I think, without fail. Um, Radar, um, Rocket Man's about to fall off because too much stuff is coming up. Uh, that's um, a shame. It's not a shame. It really is. No, no seriously, no, it really not. is. I think a lot of people out there would say it really is a shame. Well, if you have other stuff to watch, you have other stuff to watch. You only have so much room and so much bandwidth. You can't watch everything. No, but you have priorities. Yeah, and my priorities are other stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. I'll watch Rocket Man eventually. Um, uh, so yeah, Men in Black. I'm looking forward to catching the that one. I've got to rip through Good Omens, Catch Twenty Two, Sneaky Pete, Sabrina, catch up on Swamp Things, um, and say so Jessica Jones comes out on Friday. And Netflix releases everything all at once, so God. that's going to be a it's going to be a full packed weekend. But you have other stuff we'll to see. do too. Yep, I have everything else to do. I've got I've got a gig out in Ithaca on Friday, on Saturday, so I love Ithaca. editing photos and finishing up the van is is affecting my cues and getting stuff done. That's so. pretty cool. Right then, this morning. Um, so that's where it boiled down to, like with last week, you know. I will say that time-wise, I have one thing to watch. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, which is what I do. Um, talking over people is my thing. Uh, as far as listening, I didn't actually talk about my Audible because I've been talking about it because it's so long. But I did finally finish the Lord, the Lords of Discipline by Pat Conroy, and I loved it. Uh, it's heart wrenching and it's great and it's long. <laughs> and so you're going to be in this saga for quite some time. Um, yeah, I I definitely recommend it. And then Courtney's actually the one that got me on this whole Pat Conroy thing. So my next book and final book of my Pat Conroy now would be a trilogy. They're not related, but... I'm going to read three of his books. Is going to be beach music. So that's the next one I'm going to discuss is beach music. But um, Lord of Discipline, I recommend. Okay. All right. I think that wraps us up for today. Yeah. So have a good week. Catch something good. Watch something good. If, if you, you have, have something that's not on our list that you highly recommend, let us know. Yes, please do. If you hate something that's on our list, let us know. Yes, if you don't say things that are too mean about us, particularly. Yeah, go ahead. I can take it. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you later. All right. Ciao. our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by and also 
As always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. Want to continue to hear more? Please consider Patreon. What is Patreon, you ask? Patreon is a content creator support site, a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love. Please consider heading over to patreon.com slash gfmedia and becoming a Patreon supporter today.